Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Today, I can't wait to share with you the conversation I had with my good friend, Erin. She is a mom of two little girls and opens up by sharing her biggest trial at the young age of 22. We talk about how our burdens might actually be miracles in our lives and how God is in it all. I think you're really going to love this one. Here it is. Hey, Erin, how are you today? Hey, Nicole, I'm great. How are you? I'm feeling great. One of the things that I keep forgetting to do is explain to everybody who is listening how I know my guest. So basically, it's not a very long story with us. We met, we've never met in real life. (laughs) No. So we just were Instagram friends and we were pregnant at the same time. It was a few years back yes. and we started chatting and became super good friends. And I feel like you're my like virtual best friend that I have <laughs> be like real life besties. We're just like the same person. <laughs> and then we got Marco Polo and then we actually talked yes. and then it was great. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you were actually one of the very first people who helped me financially when I was first diagnosed with cancer and our um, insurance got switched over and you were one of the first people that helped me. So Aaron and I go back and we have like the same personality. Yeah. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like we're very similar. (laughs) Oh man. And I hate it when life gets so busy because you're a busy, well, I mean, everyone's busy, but you're a very busy person. It makes me sad because I just want to Marco Polo you all day, but you have a job that you have to go to. (laughs) Please do. I will, I will fit you in my practicing. So I'm so glad you're joining us. I would love for you to share a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I am Erin. I'm a mom of two and I'm a wife of one. You know, (laughs) (laughs) isn't that funny how we always explain ourselves when we start as I'm a mom of blank, you know, I'm a wife. Um, so I just want to say that I feel like if I'm going to explain myself, I'm going to say what I really do in my daily life, because I don't want to put up this blinder of like, I'm a mom and a wife and an Instagrammer. I feel like I'm a go-getter and I never sit down and it really irritates my husband. Um, but I always have to be doing something. So one of the things that I really love doing is. DIY home projects. It's one of my passions. I would do it for a living if I could, but I'm a healthcare marketing guru as my day job. And then I do home projects at night and be an Instagrammer and a blogger and a mom and a wife. Um, so I just feel like I have all these hand, like my hand in all these different buckets, Yep. but it makes me feel really happy and it makes me feel like I really enjoy life and I'm able to enjoy the people around me when I'm doing what I love. So, yep. And you're so, and you're so good at it. I always love doing home projects always. It's like my stress reliever. It's my self-care routine. It's just something that I've always loved doing. And if I could do it for my daytime job, I most definitely would. And the other thing that I like doing is self-care, like taking care of myself because that's when I feel like I am the best mom, the best wife, the best employee. 
I am the best at what I do when I take care of myself first. And it's a very foreign thing for moms these days to be like, no, I need to take care of my kids first. I need to make sure my husband has dinner on the table. And in my eyes, we are equal. Like we can do all of the same things. There's no reason that I need to stack all these bricks on my shoulders when I can easily hand them off to him and we can share the responsibility. And so I just, I really prioritize giving myself that time with myself or doing something that I'm taking care of myself and I'm making sure that I'm, whether it's mentally, physically, or spiritually healthy. So important. What are some things that you do? Are you the type that like has to read at night and work out or? So exercise first and foremost, because I feel like we all need something that helps us be mentally strong. Yep. Rather than, I mean, being physically strong is great, but when you're a mom and you're either working or staying home with your kids, either one, it's difficult. And yep. so being able to kind of cleanse our minds and find something that really helps, yeah. I always see that as sweating. Yeah. It, it's always been something I've been a part of um, with sports. And so yeah. that's my total go-to. Sometimes it'll be reading books at night in bed. Sometimes it'll be blogging. Sometimes it'll even be like scrolling Instagram stories. And that honestly helps me wind down and de-stress. So it's just figuring out and finding what helps you, what helps you de-stress, what helps you feel like you are mentally free of all the load that you carry throughout the day, anything that helps you de-stress and... Well, speaking of like the major loads that we carry as moms for you personally, what trials have you faced over the years that have just really shaped your view of God? So this is an interesting question because as I was thinking about it, I knew that the biggest one of my entire life was four and a half years ago. I was a young 22 year old single college student and Of course, my husband now, Bryce, was my boyfriend at the time, and I was halfway through school, and I had two more years left to get my bachelor's degree, and what do you know? I find out that I am pregnant, and I, we have a baby on the way. It was a huge turning point in my life because it was so unknown, and I had this big goal of finishing school, and I thought to myself, how am I going to do this? How am I going to finish this? And I needed to find strength somewhere. And I wasn't strong, just me in and of itself. Like I couldn't find strength in myself during this time. And so I needed to look towards my faith and towards God and really ask him, why is this happening right now? I've always wanted to be a mom not midway through my bachelor's degree and being young in my young early twenties at that. Um, so it was shortly after my 22nd birthday and I really had to sit with myself and with God and ask him, what is my purpose 
why is this happening and how do I get through it? Because Mm -hmm. I had the goal in mind and now everything was kind of wiped clean from my slate when I found out that I was pregnant. And so I'll talk about that a little bit more, but fast forward four and a half years, I'm now in a director position. So I'm the director of marketing of a healthcare facility. And if you would have asked me four and a half years ago, If I could be or would be in the place that I am now, I would say no, because I wasn't in that strong relationship with God that I was able to be like, I can, I can do this. And four years, I'm going to lead a team and be this strong woman. I didn't have that much faith in myself or in God. So I'm always going to be honest with you, Nicole, and I'm a pretty real cookie, but I didn't know what I believed. And this was the turning point that I really believed. I love that. Yeah. And when I was asking God, like, why am I walking down this path? I, before I wasn't like looking for him. I I wasn't like seeing him around me because I wasn't looking. Yep. And when I started looking, that's when I found. That's when I found. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's in the little things. It's not like he shows me this miracle. Right. You know, that's not what it is. He shows you in very, very small little things. And if you are not looking for them and if you don't keep your eyes open to them, you won't see it. Yeah. And now you're married and have two kids and you have this director position and you graduated and you did all of that. So does it just like blow your mind sometimes to look back and be like, wow, God really did get me through that. Here I am. Heck yes. And when you're walking that path and it's stressful and it's exhausting and you don't know if you're going to get through. I mean, when you don't know if you are the one that can get through just you all on your own. That's when you really have to dig deep and you have to find little signs of him around you. And you have to believe that together you can do this. Yeah. And a couple years ago, after I um, got my degree, and by the way, I was, I was sitting there at graduation and Bryce and I had just gotten married and I was 23 years old. I remember sitting, walking, I was sitting there waiting to go on stage and I walked across the stage and I was able to pinpoint Bryce and I saw him just bouncing this little baby girl on his lap. And I thought, dang, you can do it. Like you can do so many things if you like believe. If you really believe that you can do it and you find your faith and you walk beside him and all this, you can do it. And it was like this huge light bulb moment that other people can do this too. That's my voice in this is if I can do that, there are so many other women that can get through tougher things in life. Yep. So do you think you would be where you are now if it weren't for your relationship with God? I, I don't think so because I, you know, maybe I could have, but I wouldn't have done it well. And I wouldn't have been as mentally strong in my motherhood while I was also a student and I was also planning a wedding and I was also applying for jobs and scholarships. And I don't know if the mental load of it would have helped me pull through. 
Yeah. Um, there had to have been like something greater. Has it pushed you to mother your children differently because of what you did walk through? Honestly, this, this just reminds me of a point in high school and early college when, to be honest with you, Nicole, I wasn't sure what I believed or if I believed. Yeah. And it wasn't that I didn't, but I told myself over and over that I hadn't seen God's hands in my life. Hmm. And if there's no proof of it, right, where did it come in? Yeah. I mean, I, wasn't, I couldn't see it. And at that point, like, I felt like no matter, for so long, no matter what I did, it was wrong or that I was frowned upon or that, you know, hey, this girl drinks too much and she's 21 years old or this girl doesn't work hard enough on her schoolwork. Like what's wrong with her? And when I finally, when I became pregnant really is when I started looking like, hey, what happens if I look for little signs in my day that, that it's God? Yeah. And slowly but surely they started rolling through my life. And I started being able to like pick them up in my mind and be like, oh my gosh, this happened today. Like this isn't just a coincidence. It's not just that. It's because I'm looking for it now. And so what I want to teach them is that anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible. You can do anything if you believe that you can do it first and foremost. But if you walk beside God, and you look for those little signs that he is with yeah. you, you can do anything. Yeah. And I mean, if I can just be a small part in that, in sharing my story story with them when they get older and when they grow up and they're just not sure what they should do or how they should do it, or if they just aren't sure of themselves, right? I can share these stories with them. and share how I was able to find God at my lowest, really. And I looked for those signs. And when you look for them, you see them. And if you don't believe that you see anything and you don't believe that you feel anything, you're not going to. So it's really up to you. I think it's really hard for people who are walking through so much pain and have a really hard life to all of a sudden just think and believe that there's a God. Because you can hear all day, every day, that there's a God that loves you, that he gave his son to die on the cross for you, for your sins, so that he was the ultimate sacrifice, so that we have a chance at eternal life. We can hear those things over and over and over again, but until it's true in your own life and it sinks deep, even I've gone through so many random times in my life where I just pray, God, help me in my unbelief. And I think it's out of that humility and praying and saying, I know that you exist, that you are real, but help me in my unbelief because I still don't understand a lot. And I think even that goes back to like with your girls and saying, yes, you can do anything. But at the same time, the more that they draw near to the Lord and the more they know his voice and know what his plans are for them, the more they're going to walk in exactly what they're supposed to do. So it's not necessarily like, because 
Andrew and I have even talked about this. We told ourselves we're not going to tell the kids you can be whoever you want to be and you can do whatever you want to do. Because if Wesley, you know, wants to be an NBA player, like <laughs> that's probably not in his cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so I don't want to give like that false hope, but I know that if he is walking in step with the spirit and he has a relationship with God, God is going to show him that path. And I think that's what is so beautiful about like your stories, because I know that that's what you're sharing with your girls. And I think that's, I just think it's beautiful and so much strength in that too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you just said, because we, we have to walk beside him and let like him lead the way. And what I didn't realize, like even about being a young 22 year old was that there's a purpose for this. And there's a reason that he chose me to do this. And yes. it's because I'm walking beside him and together, like there's strength there. Yeah. Um, he chose me to do that. And, and there's a reason because now look, look at four and a half years later, I have these two beautiful girls and holy moly, I cannot imagine them. I cannot imagine my life right now as a 27 year old without them. Yeah. So that's just powerful in and of itself. And I love that God works out all these things that are horrible in our lives, that are unknown in our lives, that are hard, that are good. I mean, everything. He, he is working it all, but knowing that he's sovereign, but also knowing that he's not like this puppet master. And we have that free will. When you look back at all the pain and you're able to see like you four and a half years later, seeing all that, it's like, of, of course, like, of course God is that good to use that in your life, to shape you, to mold you into who you are. And it's like, he used it. He used it all. And I think so many people think that, and this is what I thought. So if you're listening right now and you're, you were like me and you were in your, you know, teens and early twenties and you we're not sure if you believed. Here's where I was sitting at. I thought that I had to see a miracle flash before my eyes and, and, the, and then God's real. Right. That's not the truth. That's not why he's here. He's not here to write, I love you in the sky. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you say like, um, like I'm sitting in my car right now, God, if you're real, put my car in reverse form. <laughs> he's not going to do that just to have you believe in him. Yeah. You, you have to look for the ways you have to pray well, in your own way. Yep. And you, you have to go back to what he's already done, because I think that's one of the biggest things for me is I will complain about something to Andrew and be like, does God even love me? You know, whatever in my like sinful annoyances. Cause I say whatever's on my mind. And so I say these things to Andrew and he's like, is what Jesus did for you on the cross not enough? And I was like, oh, you know, because it's like we we keep asking God to prove Himself, right? And I always focused it on myself, or when I when I was so unsure, I was like, well, why didn't He do this for me? Right? I wanted this, but He didn't do that for me. I wanted this, but He didn't yeah. do that for me. So he, there's there's no way He can be real. 
And it's, it's a different mindset when you have to go from, I have to see a miracle in order to believe in him to, Hey, he just brought this pregnancy into my life that I was unexpecting. Right. And I, I trust in him and I believe in him and I'm going to walk beside him in this because he gave this to me. Yep. And that was your miracle. Yes. Yep. Yes. But we have to have something else. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And what I didn't realize at the time was having my first daughter walk through me in school and in studying and in my exams. Hmm. I had the best grades I've ever had my whole life. I just, I think he gave her to me to show me that. You, you you can do so much better than what you're giving credit to yourself right now. Yep. Why are you not doing that? Yep. And it really, I think it took him blessing me with my first daughter to understand that I need to do better for myself. And this is one way that I was, you know, able to do that. I feel, okay. I have one more question. I feel like we could talk a lot about this because it's just so good, but I do have one more question. So with the fear that you had when you first found out and seeing, I have two more years of school left, I wasn't ready to plan a wedding. I wasn't ready to have a baby. I wasn't ready to, you know, do this and do that. And the fear and the unknowns, what had, what did you learn back then that is helping you now? as we face this whole coronavirus, isolation, quarantine, all these unknowns? I think what really helps me because I've been through the unknown before is giving myself grace and giving the people around me grace because we're all going through the same, the same thing, but in different ways. Right. And I think we just need to be able to give that grace to others too. Like we, sometimes we don't give enough to ourselves and then other times we don't give enough to other people. Yeah. And we give so much to ourselves. And I think we just need to, in the times that we don't understand and the times that are unknown, or, I mean, even I saw something like about people getting upset that a mom is bringing her three kids into the grocery store during this time. And someone had said, how do you know she's not a single mom and she has just, no yep, at all? Yep. Or just lost her job or a husband that's deployed or like there's so many things that we yeah. have no idea about. Yeah. I mean, we need to not be so judgmental in that. Yeah. We need to really, really kind of take a step back and just be graceful of ourselves and others. And even as I'm transitioning, to working 100% remotely, I catch myself being really impatient with my kids. Hmm. And I, in those moments, I stop myself and I think, why am I so impatient right now? Yeah. Is it because they need me? Is it because I'm busy? What can I do right now to change how I'm feeling, what actions can I take that will change how I'm feeling rather than worrying about something that I can't change Mm. like my kids. Right. That's good. So being more calm with them has really, really helped me in everything that's going on right now. Mm. Like 
giving our little kids grace because they don't know what's going on and they don't know why we're so stressed (laughs) or why you're home all the time. They're like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has been so good, but I really want to end the show by giving you a few minutes to share what you're passionate about or working on so that we can stay posted with you. Awesome. Well, this has been so fun and I want to thank you so much for having me on. Yay. Uh, currently we're actually, we started a YouTube channel and we're just sharing bits and pieces of cracks and crannies in our days. Um, so that's been really fun. We are trying to get that up and going more. We are still working on our home, doing all the DIY projects. And some of the things that I really love is just encouraging other women, especially moms or people in general that are walking through hard times because Mm -hmm. I I just feel like in these moments where we feel so isolated and so alone, having somebody be that voice has always helped me. And so if I can do that just for one other person, um, that's what I really love. Is there anything last minute you would say to maybe somebody who is listening that it's just really having a rough time in this isolation, really having a rough time in motherhood. Is there anything last minute that you want to say? I would say I found this actually in my planner and it's today's top three and it has helped me so much. And so every day I pick the top three. What am I going to do that will make me feel happy? That will make me feel less stressed? That will give me joy? That will... I love that. Help me during the uncertain times. So if somebody was walking through a really hard time right now, I would say pick three things. It could be anything. I mean, my goodness, it could be either a walk or a read or if 10 minutes of scrolling social media really, really helps you, do that. I mean, there's no shame, especially right now when we're just going through all the uncertain. Pick three, do those three things, give yourself 20, 30, 40 minutes of time a day. I promise that it will help you. Yep. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for joining us and just taking time to share and sharing your heart and what's going on and your story. It's just so beautiful. And I love you so very much. Thank you. I love you too, Nicole. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And thank you listeners for tuning in today and we will catch you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the Embracing Chaos podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, find me on Facebook, Instagram, all the things, and hope you guys have an awesome week. Bye.